So, so we are in middle of the sugya of the Egil, which means we started the parak talking about Tila, and that got us into Chana, who who was a big source of a lot of Hilchas Tfila. And one of the aspects of Chana's Tfila was that she was she shot words at the Rebbein Shalom, so to speak. And then we got into that, so Yechana, Elio, Moshe Rabbeinu shot words at the Rebbein Shalom. So then we got into Moshe shooting words at the Rebbein Shalom, which was in response to the Egel. So we started talking about how Moshe handled the Egel. And that's where we're up to. So we are smack in the middle of Lamed Beis Amid Aleph. And we are up to the last word on the line, Mamash in the middle of the page, Vayichal Moshe. So there's a word, it's obviously a Kriya we're very familiar with, we lay it on every tightness, beside, beside laying it in Mishpatim at the regular time, and Nasan, huh? Is it the Kriya on Chalamite also, or do we skip that part of Chalamite, Shabbos, Chalamite, Pesach? No, we don't do it. Skip it? You don't say Shabbos Shabbos. You don't say Shabbos Shabbos. Yeah, you start, you start from... Yeah, go all the way through. Yeah. We gotta skip these rounds. No. Yeah. no, on the Tainus we do. On the Tainus you don't read straight. No, but I'm saying Shabbos Cholmite Pesach. Anyway, so there's this word, Vayichal Moshe. And we say it so many times. What does it mean? We're gonna have no less than six opinions. Now, whatever Vayichal did is that was the verb that Moshe did to change the Rebbein Shalom's mind. Don't talk about yourself. On, on Shabbos Chalmite? Yeah. Or, oh, okay, fine. And, but that's after Vayichal, you said. Okay, fine. You're a son of a Balkari and an Adam of a Balkari. I'm just reading the article. It has nothing to do with this. Vayichal Moshe's Pnei Hashem. Malamed Sha'amad Moshe Betfila, Moshe stood in Tfila, Lufnea Kodesh Baruchu, Achehechele, until he convinced the Rebbeinu So that's the first shot, that's the Pashib shot. Hechele means he convinced the Rebbeinu Shalom. Verova Amar, comes from Lashin of being Mefer Aneder. What Shaykhis does the word Vaychal have to being Mefer Aneder? Rava Amar Achehofele Nidre. It says the word In Parshas Matas, when we introduce the concept of the Dharm, it says a person has to keep everything that comes out of his mouth. Do not profane your words. But that is the source of Hafaras and the Dharm. Where is this concept that a Rav could reverse what you've done? So the concept is because it says you can't profane your words. We say you can't profane your words. Like others may. So we see Vayichal is the source for Hafaris Nadarm. So basically, what Moshe did to the Rebbein Shalom was say, "Yeah, Rebbein Shalom, I know you. I know you made a shua. I know you made another. You're going to destroy them. I'm a vatal that." Shmuel Amar Vayichal is lashon chalal, a corpse. Said, you know what? I am standing like that guy in Tiananmen Square in front of the tank. I'm standing, you were talking about the 80s before, so I'm going to drop that. I'm standing between you and the people. You want to get to them? Kill me. 
if you do not agree to forgive them, which means, erase me from the Sefer Torah, which means I will have no existence. Forget being killed. If, if a person doesn't have a connection to the Torah, he is not in existence. Omar Rav, Rav Omar, Rav Yitzchak Omar, Omar Yitzchak, Malamet Shehichla Aleim Yitzharachlem. Hichlem is a Galoshim Chalais. That he made Chal on them, Midas Harachlem. Until now, Midas Hadin was Shail, like we discussed in the end Thursday night. A coach Baruch Hu grabbed onto his Beged, which is Loshim Midas. He changed his Midas Hadin to Midas Harachlem. For Abonan Amri, Malamet Shehomar Moshel, Fnei Akarsh Baruch Hu, Vayichal Zoshim Chulin. It's beneath you. It's profane for you. You want to get dirty and kill a people? It's beneath you to destroy Klal Yisrael. And finally, Until he came down with a disease called Achilai. And Achilai, Vayichal is sickness from Lashon Achilai. My Achilai, Amrab Lazar, Eish Shalat Samais, a fire of the bones. My Eish Shalat Samais, Amrabaya Eshta Degarmi, a fire of the bones. That Moshe Rabbeinu was sick. The Mepharshim speak out that he realized that he's talking about the ego and he's protesting. And we all know that the ego came back to life for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years in the form of Pesel Micha. Micha was an anical of Moshe Rabbeinu. So from my own bones, from my own bones will come a reincarnation of the Egel. So Moshe made himself sick to the bone because from my own body will come out an Egel. That's how they explain that shot. Continues the Gemara, Darshaning the Pesukim Zachar Lav Ram Litzchak Yisrael Avadach Lahem Bach. You swore to Klai Yisrael. Don't say you swore. It says you swore Bach. My Bach. Listen. If you would have just sworn in, for instance, the heavens and the earth. When we swear, by the way, I don't know if you ever thought of a Shvua. When you swear, what, what are you doing? Which means, I tell you, or I ask you, could you lend me $100? No way, I don't trust you. I swear I'll pay you back. Oh, okay, fine, here, I'll lend you $100. Well, what changed? Did, did, I, did I give you like access to my bank? How does a shvua make something more believable? You know, like, I, I didn't take your car. I, I don't believe you. I swear I didn't take your car. Okay, now I believe you. What is, what, what is a shvua and why does it give believability? So Chaim Velazhiner explained that a shvua gives believability because you're sort of saying, listen, I'm invoking a higher power into this. And if I'm wrong, the higher power should judge between me and you. So whenever a person makes a shvua, what he's doing, whether or not he says it, is invoking a higher power and telling the person, listen, if it's just between me and you, yeah, I'm a jokester. You don't have to trust me. But I'm involving Hashem. Or I'm involving a higher power. Or that's why some people, I'm not saying it's Jewish, swear on their mother's life. Or swear in their kid's life or their mother's grave. I'm, no, I'm going into dangerous territory. And like, what's the pshat? The pshat is like, I would never do that to my poor mother. You're invoking a higher... So, so 
Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, you know who you swore to them? Not in some object that who cares about. You swore in your very name. Nishbat lem bach. My bach amr blaz amr meishof nei kodesh baruch hu. Ribanish if you would have just sworn in the name of something like the heavens and the earth, I would have said, listen, who cares? Just like the heavens and the earth will one day become battle, your shvua is also null and void. Now that you Swore in your great name, Mashim Chagadol Chayvakayim, just like you're around forever. Ula Eilme Elamim, Kach Shvuasacha Kayemes, La Eilam Ula Eilme Elamim. Continues Moshe in his speech to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Vatidaber Alehem Arbe Zarachem, and I said to them, I will increase your children. Kachayich Le'Ashemayim, V'Chol Ha'Aretz Hazayis Asher Amarti. Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu saying, Rebbeinu Shalom. I told them, I'm going to increase your children. And this land, Eretz Yisrael, which I said, what do you mean? Meshur Rabbeinu didn't say, Hashem said. Hi, Asher Amarti, when Meshur said that I said, that's a misspeak. Asher Amartami Boile. You said, what do you mean? I said, Moshe didn't promise us Eretz Yisrael. Moshe didn't promise us all of our kids will be Hashem did. So there's two ways to deal with this problem. One way, um, I don't know if you, you guys remember when, remember when your eighth grade teacher gave you an assignment to like write a story? It's very hard. It's very hard. Without, without sounding like a first grader, John said to Mary, give me the milk. Mary said to John, here is the milk. John said to Mary, is it sunny outside? Mary said to John, it is sunny outside. A good author, I don't know how much you read, but a good author knows how to use like as a small simon to tell you that the conversation just changed. Wincing, he responded, without saying John said to Mary, I got you to change who's talking to who. And then, and then I say like, you know, like as they walked, he responded, I, I, I got you to change who's talking to who without sounding like a first grader in one-line pages. So, so the first tarot says that that's what's going on over here. That the tarot wanted to subtly tell you, Hashem's stopping to talk here now, Moshe Rabbeinu is taking over. So it said, Asher Amarti, instead of Asher Amarta, to tell you that going forward, Moshe Rabbeinu is doing the talking, not the Rebbein Shalom. A, a literary cue. Says the Gemara, it's stopping from Moshe talking to Hashem talking. No, much better Teretz. Yeah, I'm quoting the Rebbein Hashem and I'm saying I said. You want to know why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Rebbein Hashem, you're making me look stupid. You asked me to deliver a message, and I delivered a message in your name. I put my credibility on the line. I delivered a message, me, I put my credibility on the line in your name. And now you're making me look stupid. So that's why, yeah, I'm quoting your Rebbe but I said, and I said. You know why? Because I signed also. And I put my credibility on the line, and now I look stupid. Says the Gemara, Both are the words of Moshe. 
Dvarm Shamartali. The words you told me, Bishmi. Go tell the Yidin in my name. I told them Bishimcha. What should I tell them now, guys? Sorry, I lied. Help me out over here. Keep my credibility. Continues the Pasik. We built the Yechilis Hashem. From the inability of Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Hashem, the Goyim are going to say, you're unable. So he said, Mibilti, it is because of a lack of Yechilis, of ability, of Hashem. Someone said, one time, one time. Hashem is always referred to in Loshan Zachar. Mibilti, Yochal Hashem Miboyilei. Why does it say Mibilti Yechilis, which is female? It should say Mibilti Yochal, which is male. You're talking about the Rebbeinu Amr Blazer, Amr Meshach, Nea Kodesh Barachu, Rebbeinishel. Ashiv Yemer Umaysa'ilam, the nations of the world are going to say, Toshash Kaiche Kinekeva. HaKodesh Barachu became weak like a girl. Veniyachal Hatzel, and he's unable to save. And therefore, it was purposely that he dropped the Lush in Nekeva. Yeah, they're going to say, You're weak. Amr Kodesh Barachu, Hashem said, Come on. They're going to say, I'm weak? Look at my track record. Didn't they see all the miracles I did on the Yamsuf? I mean, yeah, I'm a friend of Benisham. This is a simple tarot's that. Yeah, you were good against one enemy, the Mitzrim. Now that we're about to enter Eretz Kedan, which has 31 kings, you failed, you backed out. So that's why your track record is useless right now. Your track record, what you did to Mitzrayim and the Yamsuf, was good. You're good against one king. You're not good against many kings. What, so, is, what does this help? I mean, let's say the 31 kings would have said that. Big deal, I shouldn't come lay the smack down on them. And, I mean, like, Amr Rabbi Yechanan says the Gemara beautiful. How do you know that Hashem agreed that Moshe is correct? I forgive them. Like your words. Which means, Hashem said to Moshe, I forgive them based on your kindness. Which is an incredible Gemara. Tanit Ber Bishmael says, Tanit Ber Bishmael, Asidim umes kidvarecha, Asidim umes elem loimarkein. Like your words, you like your words, the Goyim are going to say, Ashrei Talmud Sherabai Maidalai, lucky is a Talmud who his Rebbe was Maidatim. V'ulam Chayani, Hashem said, I am alive. Umr of Rava, Umr of Yitzchak, incredible Gemara, Malamich Hamakarsh Barchula Moshe, Moshe, Hechi Sani Bidvarecha. You brought me back to life with your kindness. Says Rashi, before you get excited, You brought me back to life in the eyes of the nations. You see from this Gemara that there is an Indian of PR. There is an Indian of PR. There is an Indian of the Rebbeinu It's better for the world. It's better for the nations if HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks powerful than if he looks powerless. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, even according to Rashi, who minimizes, you know, obviously, Rashi's right. Moshe didn't give, didn't give the Rebbe Shalom life, for real. But he brought me back to life in the eyes of the nations. That is a real thing. And Moshe Rabbeinu is kind of, how's it going to look? Which means, which means, the honest truth is, Hashem could do whatever he wants. 
but the Yidin messed up and they deserve to be destroyed. The only reason Moshe Rabbeinu is saying the Yidin didn't get destroyed is because the only reason the Rebbeinu is saying Yidin didn't get destroyed is because how is it going to look in the eyes of the Gaim? And that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was moedet to Moshe is a valid reason not to hurt Klaiso. So, for instance, if someone will tell you, if someone will tell you, again, I don't know, no one knows what's going on, but if someone will tell you, you know, you know, and this happened in Eretz Yisrael, because Tel Aviv is, has a parade, and there's more Chil Shabbos in Eretz, doesn't matter. You know how bad this looks in the eyes of the Gaim if we would get a drubbing. You know how bad it would be. So again, I'm not saying we merit we merit the same schus from Moshe Rabbeinu, but there is a Indian in front of the Rebbeinu Shalom how we look, how we look, Klape the Gaim, and how Akadosh Baruch Hu's power looks Klape the Gaim. And it's something to invoke. It's something to invoke when we dive into the Rebbeinu Shalom. Rebbeinu Shalom even if we're undeserved, which could very well be, you know, all the things they say are true. It could very well be we're undeserved. Hashem, do it for how it looks. Fascinating Gemara. But I really want to talk about the next Gemara. Darash Rup Simloi, Lo'ilam Yisadar Adam Shivachai Shel HaKadosh Baruch A person should at first organize and Davin, the praises of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, and then he should ask for his requests. Minolan, what's the source for this? Mimosha. We see this from how Moshe Davin. We know that one time in Moshe's life, he Davin really desperately. He Davin many times, but one time he Davin really desperately. When Moshe Rabbeinu saw that the end is near, I'm not getting entire Tisrael. I will have to die before we go into Eretz Yisrael. Which, by the way, which, by the way, in this week's parsha, we see that Moshe Rabbeinu still thought he's going into Eretz Yisrael. This wasn't the plan all along. Moshe told his shver Yisrael, we're going, come with us. So Moshe Rabbeinu expected to go. And he came to Eretz Yisrael's Veschanan, and he saw he's not getting in. Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillas. Please let me in. And the Rebbeinu Shalom said, you win. Stop. You win. I'll let you in spiritually, not physically. And if you dive in one second more, I'm going to be forced to let you in physically. So this tefillah is a recipe. This tefillah is a, 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 a plate. What do you call it? Um, template. Template. This tefillah is a template for all tefillahs. How... He was like, it was like that was planned. Yeah, you said plate. That's what the, 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 I'm thinking pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> this tefillah is a template for how to daven successfully. How did Moshe do it? You have begun to show me your greatness, your strong hand. Who is strong in the heavens of Baratz and down here on earth? Who could do like what you do? And then afterwards it says, please can I cross in? And that is a successful tefillah. What does this Gemara mean? What does it mean that you should be Mesader Shivachai? before you dive. What it possibly means is there is a major, 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 fundamental, you said this, Dika, 
earth-shattering, need-to-deal-with question about tefillah that we're learning the fifth part of Brachas, we have to talk about. What is the pshat in tefillah? Is tefillah telling your Rebbein you missed the boat? So let's say you're facing problem X. You're, you're down on money, you need a job, you need something in the house to be fixed, you need someone to have a kid, you need someone to have a refur shlema. Whatever the things we daven for, there's plenty of things we daven for. So basically, what you're telling the Rebbein is, listen, Rebbein you messed up. You got this all wrong. I should be the guy in the big house with the big car, with the big bank account, with the great kids, with the awesome everything. You messed up. So, so let's stop this mess up. Let's fix it and give me all the things that I'm asking for. You messed up. Is that what we're doing by davening? What is the point of davening? Or are you trying to get the Rebbe to change his mind? You know, like, like, like your parent, come on, come on, come on, please, can I have it? Are you trying to get your Rebbe to change his mind? What is the point of tefillah? What is the tefillah so focal and so central and so powerful and it works? What, what exactly is tefillah doing? Yeah. Is tefillah arguing on the Rebbe Is tefillah, Ani Hashem Leishinisi, the, the Pasuk says. I am Hashem, I do not change. In the Haftarah we lay in Parshas Vayikra, I think. The, the Hashem says, I don't change. So it can't be that we're, we're getting the Rebbe to try to change his mind. So what is the plan with tefillah? This is, of course, a question that every thinker has dealt with. And there's tons of great answers. You know, Shimshin Pincus's answer is the famous answer that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has things waiting for you. Just the way to access it through tefillah. It's not that we're changing anything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has solutions ready for you. Tailored solutions. You just have to dive in to access them. He gives a marshal with a gas pump that like you have your car, you have the gas in that thing. And like when you pump the pump is when you get the gas from the source to your car. It's not that you're arguing on the gas pump. It's not that you're trying to change the gas pump's mind. That's just how you get the gas from the pump to your car. That's what feels. That's Shemshin Pincus is Mahalach. But a very, very old Mahalach discussed by the Maral, the Ramchal, the Sefer Ikrim, all the way back to the Rishayim's time, is that tefillah is not meant to change the Rebbein Shalom. Tefillah is meant to change you. That a person, when he davens, the main point of tefillah, the main point of tefillah is for a person to gain a recognition of who runs the world and how he runs the world. The more you're in tune, and the more you're connected, and the more you're aware of how the rebellion of runs the world, you now become a different person, more worthy of the solutions you're asking for. So the point of tefillah is not to change the rebellion The point of tefillah is to elevate yourself, to elevate yourself by having the hakara. To elevate yourself by realizing how it works. And then everything changes because you're no longer that person who is stuck in that rut. You're now a person who's deserving of the better that you're asking for. And that's what this Gemara is saying. A person has to be Masadr. 
He has to organize, understand, comprehend, mimic, and farshtay what the Rebbeinu Shalom does, how the Rebbeinu Shalom does it, and then, then you're a different person, you're more worthy. And that's what this Gemara means. With this, I think you can answer a bomb question. The question is for sure a bomb. I don't know if this is the answer. We had exactly one blot ago, exactly one blot ago, on Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, the exact same Gemara with a different source. We're talking about, a, you know, in the, when the lines get wide, about three, four lines into the wide lines. That says, I could think, you should ask for your needs and then you should. Davin, no, we had the exact same Gemara, with the exact same Gemara, with the exact same idea, with the exact same issue. What is the order of tefillah? Do you ask first, then praise? Do you praise first, then ask? And the Gemara over there brought a different source. So the question is most definitely a great question. Within one blot of each other, we have two Gemaras asking the same thing, bringing a different source. Perhaps this is the answer. That... There's two dinim over here. There's one din of the Tzuras Hatfila. That's what the Gemara on Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph was asking. Tzuras Hatfila, we learn from Shlema, you first, you first praise, then you ask. The Gemara here is saying the why. The Gemara here is saying, what's the purpose of this? The Gemara is saying, you know why you daven for, you praise first, then you daven? Because that's the only way tefillah works. Tefillah works by recognizing what the Rebbein is, what the Rebbein does. Once you recognize that you're a different person, you're in a different place, and you're Roy for different, for different treatment. And that's what this Gemara is here to do. It's telling you how tefillah works. This fundamental, fundamental question is, what is tefillah? It's not getting the Rebbein to change his mind. It's not getting the Rebbein to, to stop doing what he's doing. It's changing you. And how is that achieved? That's this Gemara, by praising Rebbein Yisadr Shavachai. You organize the Shavach, the Rebbein you comprehend, you first stay how it works, and then you're a different person. You'll stop here for Chazor.